Today's praise or word from God is taken from 2 Kings, chapter 5, verse 1 to 14. And it's a story of Naaman. Now Naaman was a commander of the army of King of Aram. He was a great man in the sight of his master and highly regarded because through him the Lord had given victory to Aram. He was a valiant soldier, but he had leprosy. Now bands from Aram had gone out and had taken captive a young girl from Israel, and she served Naaman's wife. She said to her mistress, If only my master would see the prophet who is in Samaria, he would cure him of his leprosy. Naaman went to his master and told him what the girl from Israel had said. By all means go, the king of Aaron replied. I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So Naaman left, taking with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten sets of clothing. The letter that he took to the king of Israel read, With this letter I am sending my servant Naaman to you, so that you may cure him of his leprosy. As soon as the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his robes and said, Am I God? Can I kill and bring back to life? Why does this fellow send someone to me to be cured of his leprosy? See how he is trying to pick a quarrel with me? When Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his robes, he sent him this message. Why have you torn your robes? Have the man come to me, and he will know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman went with his horses and chariots and stopped at the door of Elisha's house. Elisha sent a messenger to say to him, Go wash yourself seven times into the Jordan, and your flesh will be restored, and you will be cleansed. But Naaman went away angry and said, I thought he would surely come out to see me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God, wave his hands over the spot, and cure me of my leprosy. Are not Abana and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than any of the waters of Israel? Couldn't I wash in them and be cleansed? So he turned and went off in a rage. Naaman's servants went to him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do some great thing, would you not have done it? How much more then? When he tells you, wash and be cleansed. So he went down and dipped himself in the Jordan seven times. As the man of God had told him, and his flesh was restored and became clean like that of a young boy. This is the word of the Lord.
All right, I'll just do it manually. Like yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the last phase really uh, touched my heart uh, with one voice. <laughs> Uh, we have gathered together uh, here uh, this uh, morning. People from all different backgrounds uh, came here. Uh, we are Canadians, but uh, there are uh, Persians, Jew, Italian, Philippines, Chinese, Korean. Did I forget any race? <laughs> Canadians. <laughs> We have a different uh, background. I mean, it's a wonderful that it's very unexpected that we have uh, gathered uh, here together uh, like this. And how wonderful uh, it is. I think Kingdom of God will be like that. Doesn't matter the race. Doesn't matter whether you're old or young or male or female, Gentile, Jews or anybody. We are all one in Christ. We should be always able to uh, say with one voice and then praise God uh, with one voice. And I think that will happen and uh, probably unexpectedly. Uh, without we cannot, we human beings cannot make it. It is only God uh, who can make it. Today, I like to uh, reflect on this scripture passage that uh, we read. As you read the scripture, you'll find many examples where God works in unexpected way. Samuel came to Jethro, King David's father, and he wanted to choose the king. And Jethro, David's father, had many sons, but he never expected that David would be the one. So the father told David, you go to the field and tend the sheep, because your brothers will have important time with Samuel. He never expected that David would be the one. So he sent David to tend the ship and he showed all the brothers uh, as he, ex he expected. But Samuel saw them all. No. Don't you have any other, uh, don't you have any other son? Yeah, there's another son in the field where he's tending the ship. Bring him. And then when David came, Samuel said, this is the one that God has chosen. God is working many times in unexpected way. Galilee was not a known place. It was a small village, especially Nazareth. was a small town. You don't see that in the Old Testament. And Jesus' ministry began in that small village, a very unexpected place. God accomplished his work not in the temple, nor in the palace, but on the <coughs> cross. Nobody expected that God would accomplish his 
ministry and his work for humanity on the cross. Very unexpected. We see today Naaman, the chief commander of the army of Aram. Naaman was a man of great power and influence. In today's scripture, you see very powerful people. Naaman, the king of Aram, and the king of Israel, they were all powerful people. But none of them played an important role in today's story. Actually, the main character of today's story was a little servant girl who had no name. No one expected this insignificant, no-name person could help out Naaman. That is God of the Bible. The Bible teaches us God who works beyond human expectations. Paul knew this kind of God very well. So this is what he said. God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, things that are not, to reduce to nothing things that are. Meditate on that. This is how God works. God does not work with obvious people, obvious power. God works with those who are very, very unexpected, low, despised. God will use them to do His work. We human beings live with expectations. We depend on power that we have accumulated. We depend on our good circumstances, and we depend on our ability and capability. We expect things to happen with our own power. When we don't have these things, we feel kind of insecure, and then we experience despair. When the king of Israel heard about the news of Naaman coming to his country and then asked him to heal him from leprosy, he was angry because he doesn't have power and capability and ability to be able to heal Naaman. He tore, he tore his clothes and said, Am I God? He knew he didn't have power to heal Naaman. His anger and despair, we all understand very well. But one thing the king did not know, the king did not know that there was God in his own country and a God servant who would work beyond human expectations. Naaman was also angry with the prophet because he, his expectation was, if I come here, the, the prophet will do something wonderful, kind of raise his hand and then uh, touch his uh, kind of uh, leprous part and uh, do something, something uh, dramatic. But 
professor. Come. Uh, what, what, what was the uh, river? Jordan. Right? Go to Jordan and dip yourself for seven times. Are you kidding me? Are you joking with me? Don't we have great rivers uh, uh, in my own country? I came all the way here for you to tell me to go into the uh, River Jordan. Actually, River Jordan is really dirty, right? <laughs> and then you want me to go there and then dip myself seven times? Are you kidding me? He was angry because the prophet did not work as he expected. That's what human beings are like. How often we are slaves to our own expectations. We even expect God to work in our way, in the way we want. God, I want you to do this. That is what I expect of you to do. If you don't do that, I'm not sure whether you're God. You know? We want even God to work according to our expectation, our schedule, and our way. And when our lives do not turn out as we expect, we get disappointed, upset, frustrated, and sometimes we even give up. We think our expectations are the best way for our lives. And there is no other way better than that. We don't even know sometimes whether what we ask for ourselves is the best thing for us. We don't even know. We pray for it, but we don't even know what we are praying for. We don't even know that that is the best thing. <coughs> even Jesus shared that human weakness. Jesus prayed, let this come away from me. He thought that that was the best way for him. But soon he realized that God's way was different from what he expected. Then he said, not by my will, but by your will. And he accepted the cross, which he did not really want to take. Our wishes and our expectations are not always the best way. Of course, we human beings cannot live without any expectations. We always live with some expectations. But when our life does not turn out as we expect, don't get so disappointed and give up. Don't give up your journey because the journey does not turn out as you expected. Just because life did not turn out as we expected, that does not mean that my life is over. Maybe that's when new life may begin. The new life, which is very, very different from your own life. So from now on, don't be so rigid. My life should be this way. Your life may turn out very differently. Expect that. May be very different. 
accept them and live out. There may be new life. The world that we don't know and the world we have never experienced can may open up for us. We'll encounter God who works beyond our expectations. Demanding that our life should be this way can be another form of bondage. What is important is not to make and shape our life according to our expectations, but to know and sense the movement of God in our lives and follow it. God does not lead our life as we expect. You are not God. Let God be God. We are not God. Be still and know who God is. Sometimes God leads us in a way that I don't want. I never imagine. We'll do our best in our life, but let us not forget. Let us never forget that the key to our life is not in our hands. The key in our life is in God's hands, who works beyond our expectations. Let us not be enslaved and let us not enslave each other with our expectations. Let us entrust our life in God's hands and experience the freedom. Why do you worry? You entrust your life in God's hands. Don't limit God's power to your expectations. Don't let the size of your expectations be the measure of God's power. The size of your expectations is much smaller than the size of God's power. God's power goes beyond that. Famous psychologist and philosopher, uh, he knew that. Uh, this is what he said, Eric Fromm. Let your mind start a journey through a strange new world. Leave all thoughts of the world you knew before. Let your soul take you where you long to be. Close your eyes. Let your spirit start to soar, and you will live as you have never lived before. I'm not sure whether he's Christian or not. I don't know him that way. I just know him as a scholar. But he sensed that. And that's what our Bible teaches us. That's what our God does. Your journey be exciting journey. Our theme was journey to fullness this year. And your journey will be exciting journey to fullness. It may not be easy journey. It may not be 
what you expected. A lot of strange things may happen in your life, but entrust yourself in God's hand, and you will experience guiding hands of God. You'll be shaped as God shapes you. If you have shaped your life all, all this time on your own, from now on, live in God's hand and see how God shapes your life. Just because things did not happen as you expected, don't get angry. Don't get frustrated. Don't get disappointed. Just sit down, listen. God, what are you trying to do through this? Listen. And then God will show you the inside. And then God will shape you. And God will show you. And God will pave the path for you to walk along. And then God will never leave you alone. God will always be with you along that journey. I'd like to invite uh, uh, all of you to sing uh, with me. Hi me now. Reflect. Uh, while you're singing this song, reflect uh, your life. How uh, your life have been uh, has been uh, so far. Uh, were there things that you never expected uh, that happened in your life? Uh, maybe you can. Uh, maybe that's a good opportunity for you to start a new journey, new life. Instead of just repeating the same old life, maybe you can start a new journey. Maybe God wants you to take a new journey. The old has to go for the new to come. So when things that you didn't expect happen in your life, maybe there is a sign of God or a message of God to lead you in the new way that you need to uh, go. 